The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am your host, Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network, where we explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. We do this every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever time it is in your corner of the world right now. And yes, that's right. A life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, can you even imagine such a thing? I know what you're probably thinking. Dr. Drayvon James, after the day that I had, I could use some peace. But listen, I'm here to tell you that, yes, it's possible. Yes, you deserve it. And yes, you can achieve it. Listen, I'm a mom of two teenagers. I run a real busy household just like you. I work full-time as a pharmacist. I'm an actress. I run an organization called Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, where I do workshops and keynote speaking. And just like your days, my days are long and busy. But listen, just because we're busy, just because there's chaos in the external world does not mean that we cannot have peace every day, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Breathe that in for a moment. Let that just resonate with you. It is so important. It is so important to our just survival on this planet, if we want to survive and be happy, to really embrace the concepts of peace, to know that, yes, it is possible for us to have this. Too many times we let the media and the what's going on in the political arena, arena what's going on with family members, all of that dictate the kind of life we're going to have. And if you just really break it down, the kind of day or what the kind of hour, what this hour is going to be like. Well, I'll tell you what this hour is going to be like from right now, from the beginning right here. Stay with us. This hour is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing because we're going to discuss peace and how to manufacture that in our day. Did you know, did you know that we were created to be creators? Yeah, we were created to be creators. It was modeled for us, right? So we go through our day and we create things and we get the ingredients. The ingredients just come to us. It's like baking a cake. You know, you walk in and someone says, oh, I want, you know, chocolate cake. You look in the refrigerator. You don't have the ingredients for a chocolate cake in your pantry, in your refrigerator. You have the ingredients to make a lemon pound cake. Equally as delicious, but it's not a chocolate cake. Right. So you got to take the ingredients that show up in your life, the things that show up in your life. Some of them planned, some of them unplanned, some of them really amazing. Some of them seem to be a bit unfortunate. But whatever the ingredients are in that pantry, in that refrigerator, you got to make something, some kind of cake out of it. May not be the chocolate, German chocolate cake that we love. That's what we were planning to make. 
You may have to make the lemon pound cake. It's equally as delicious. It's a detour from the plan. I hope you get the analogy here. You can tell I like cake. Uh, but So this is what we're going to be talking about, at least for the first half of our show today, is that freedom, freedom is our birthright. That is the name of my first book in the five book um, series called the Stepping Stone series. And these stepping stones, guys, they're stepping us along the pathway to learning how to create peace in our life every day. Because guess what? The ingredients show up. They show up. Some of them we planned for, some of them we didn't plan for. And we got to figure out what to make with those ingredients. If we don't figure it out, if we don't take ownership to create it, that means we're going to be at the whim of whatever somebody else wants to create for us today. You know, they want to create a vision of lack, chaos, uh, depression. We don't want that. We don't want that. But too often, too often we don't take charge and say, hey, I'm looking straight on. This is what I see. This is what's occurred today. This is what I'm going to make with that. And it sounds so simple. It really is, but it's complex because it takes a, a lifetime of training. We never, we, we don't perfect any of this. That isn't the goal, to become perfect at uh, everyday peace. The goal is to remain conscious of what we are creating. So to create on purpose, to create on purpose. And so the first step of creating on purpose is to accept that we are free to create, that we are free to create. And I want to give you this example. I was interviewed on a radio station yesterday. We were talking about an upcoming uh, uh, video virtual training course that I'm going to be doing. And one of the things that came up was really amazing. I gave this example about freedom and how it goes with our perception. And I want you just to think about this for a second. We create everything that goes on in our day. And it starts with our perception. So I want you to think about the best day that you have ever had. The best day, whether it was the day, the birth of your first child, the day you got engaged, the day you got divorced, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever the best day is for you. And I want you to imagine that you're at a stoplight, a red light. And you're sitting there and you got this great, vibe going because this awesome thing happened for you and then a car runs the red light you get your light turns green you get ready to go a car runs the red light you're startled but you instantaneously because of your great mood start making excuses for the driver oh my goodness i'm so i'm so grateful that we didn't have a collision here they must be in a rush something traumatic may be happening maybe his wife was in labor you start making excuses for him because you are you are using your positive energy and you are creating a scenario. Now take the worst day, the worst day. Maybe you just got fired or you got divorced or something, you know, got some unwanted news from the doctor. You're at that same red light and you're just really feeling down. I mean, you just can't take another thing. We've all had those days, haven't we? We just cannot take another thing. This is the straw that broke the camel's back, right? So you're sitting there at that red light. Your light turns green. It's time for you to go. And just as you're getting ready to go, another car, the opposite direction, runs the red light. You don't have an accident. You miss a collision. That same gratitude, you can't pull it out as quickly. What you pull out is anger. And you can't believe that another person has disrespected you. Another person has devalued you. It just goes on and on and on. 
you've just created something. Same scenario, same ingredients. Came out the pantry and out the refrigerator. Same ingredients, same car in the red light. And when we talk about creating, it really is that simple. Really complex because it's... It's complex because it takes a lot of practice, but we can get there. And it takes a community, a tribe of us working together, going in the same direction. And so we are the, we, we are that tribe right here on the Unity Online Radio Network with Everyday Peace. We are that tribe moving in the direction of creating the life that we want and knowing that we are free to do that. We are free to do that. And I get it. I can hear you, your thoughts. And maybe they're just my thoughts. What I hear is that, you know, you don't know what happened to me last week. How can I create something wonderful when that happened to me last week? Or you don't know what my boss said. Or you don't know what, what what's going on in my household. You don't know what, what's going on with my health. And you're right. I don't. I don't. But what I do know is that someone wise once said that you're either in the middle of the storm just coming out of the storm or getting ready to head into the storm. So in that, we're all alike. We all know what it's like to have these things show up in our life that we didn't plan for, we couldn't see coming. It's like, you know, the train that came and hit us from the back, right? Even still, even still, even during those unexpected times, we still have the power to create. We don't lose that power. We don't lose that power. We lose sight of it sometimes. And that's why community is so important, who we're, who we're associating with, what we're making part of our regular day experience is so important. And I want to say this, get some practices. If you're not in the middle of the storm right now, congratulations. Get some practices. Develop some routines, one of which Monday Mondays, be here on the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. That's a great routine. But Outside of that, have some practices of gratitude. We talked about we talk about that a lot on our shows. Have some practices of gratitude. Get some people on your tribe, on your team that my mother calls them prayer warriors, prayer warriors, people who know how to talk you through this situation. In my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, I talk about a friend of mine who whenever I would tell her that I was going through something, I'm a really private person, so it wasn't that often that I would talk about stuff openly. That's not my nature usually. But she and I were really close, and she could pick up on things. She'd say, you, you know, your energy is off, and then I, she'd break me down. I'd tell her what was going on, and she'd say to me, Drayvon, I, want, I see this is what I'm going through. She said, I want you to keep on going. And when you get... To the other side, you're going to shine like new money. Now, I can tell you, as I sit here now and I tell that story, there's a big grin on my face because a lot of the things that I was telling her about, boy, when I got to the other side, I did shine like new money. But when she would say that to me in the midst of the storm, two things would happen to me. First, I would feel really, really, really scared. Because I was in the middle of a storm. And who wants to be in the middle of a storm? I really wanted her. And maybe you're a little bit like me. I wanted her to give me some kind of magic remedy to make it all go away. I just wanted her to say, you know, she was a little bit older than me. And I thought she could tell me something and say, you know, you do this, you know, click your heels three times and it'll all be gone. And that never happened. Um, So I, but in that moment, in my youth and in my fear, I really wanted it just to stop and go away. So I was scared. But the second thing that happened when she would say that to me is I felt warm inside because she believed in me. 
She believed that I would get to the other side. And all I had to do was keep going. I didn't have to make the right decisions. I didn't have to meet the right people. I didn't have to say the right things. That wasn't my burden. My only responsibility was to keep going. And that's what it is with creating peace in your life every day. Your responsibility, my responsibility, is to keep going on that pathway. So when we set up these uh, intentional things in our life, these situations that exist as part of our routine, it helps us to stay on this pathway to creating peace, no matter what's happening to the left of us or to the right of us or ahead of us or behind us in that moment to stay on that pathway. We have to have some things working for us. One, you got to have some kind of tribe. If you don't have a physical tribe and, and let me just say this, there have been times in my life when I look to the left and I look to the right and there's nobody, there's nobody, but I have always found, and this is going to sound crazy because I'm now doing a radio program. I worked the night shift for a period in my life and I would listen to talk radio and there were inspirational people on there, just like on this radio station, Unity Online, and they get me through the night. They'd get me through my long commutes because there was something in there. And that was my tribe for a little while. That was my tribe. So if you don't have a physical tribe, you have a tribe here, you're at home here, but do work on that. Get out of that. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Start finding people who think like you do. And sometimes people who don't think like you do can give you a fresh way of looking at things. You just want to make sure that they're on the same playing field. You know, they're not way off into negativity and you're really trying to be positive. And so you, you want to make sure of that. But a fresh set of eyes is never a bad thing. Get, get that tribe together. Get some practices of your own. One of my practices I've shared on many shows is that every morning I write a active gratitude list. It's three things that I'm grateful for. And when I get in the middle of a storm, it's right there on my desk at work. I tape it right there. I look right down. I see it. And active gratitude means I engage my entire body. I engage all the senses, right? And I put that smile on my face and my energy starts moving in the right direction. So uh, get some practices like that. Uh, music does that. Music is a great way to do that too. And that, that leads me to my guest today. We have a musical guest with us today that I think will be able to give you some options. If you're a person who likes music and enjoys music, the right kind of music is important. You know, uh, when I was young, I, my mom used to say to me, oh, why do you listen to such depressing music? <laughs> who knew it was depressing? I said, oh, I like the beat. You know, and when you're young and you don't know any better, you get older and you realize there's more to this. Everything in our life is supposed to be serving us. So the message the message is so important because you're feeding yourself something. You're feeding yourself something with that message. So we're fortunate today to have an awesome, awesome Christian recording artist with us today who meets all of the criteria. It's got a beautiful beat. I mean, if you like dance music, and I happen to like dance music. I'm a mom of two teenagers, one in college and one in high school. I like dance music. And then it has a wonderful message. My 16-year-old and I have been enjoying it his music and I, I tell you without any further ado I want to introduce you all to our my fabulous guest today Mr. Kenneth Clark welcome to Everyday Peace <laughs> hey hey good afternoon Dr. Javon J James how are you doing today how's everything oh everything is wonderful look I'm happy to have you they told me you got pulled into a power meeting 
Uh, yeah, I did. I did. And I, I just couldn't break free as, as quick, quickly as I wanted to. Um, but but I'm here now, you know, you know, by the grace of God. Yes, I'm here and ready to talk it up with you. How you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're so happy to have you here. And, you know, I hope you heard the intro. We're talking about um, ways to develop peace in our life every day, realizing right. that we are creators. And so mm-hmm. you are a creator of music. And music is one of the things that I use as part of my creation in my day when if i find myself Mm. in a in a place that i don't want to be in that is not my most productive place i turn to music as a quick fix you know it's it's for lack of a better word to move me where i want where i should be and so tell us a little bit about um how you started because i know you moved from new york to la you're still in la right yeah yeah i'm still in la still here um but yeah, I mean, I've always been, you know, you know, God is so good. I've always been that guy that, you know, just had a knack for music. I mean, I, I was in elementary school. I would always order all the all the tapes, and you know, when CDs came out, I had you know all the cool new CDs and all of that. So I was always just enamored by music, and you know, the way it would, you know, penetrate or make you feel, or you know, explain something that you couldn't speak verbally. Um, and you know, I had. Um, discovered that, you know, I had some music in me as well. You know, sister, you know, realized that I could sing and, you know, and, and, and me just kind of mapping out, okay, well, how do, you know, I go about this? You know, I used to have, you know, dreams of me just, you know, being a singer and this entertainer and all of that. And, you know, as as I came into adulthood and actually started to pursue it, um, you know, my early 20s, I started to, you know, I was you know, doing like the whole R&B thing and, you know, the group thing and all of that stuff. And it was really cool. Um, I mean, but I know, I know for me, it was always, you know, I always want to make sure that whatever I do, there was a, a purpose to it. You know, why, what's the why for me to do it? You know, and at one time, it's just because it was just a passion thing. I like to, you know, dance and sing. But as I started to um, grow, in Christ, and that's started to know that you know there are gifts and there are that you know your life has a purpose. Then it then it became you know okay, well what what is the purpose for this gift that you've given me? And believe me, I'm I'm, I'm giving you the long story shorter because <laughs> we we'll, we'll be here all day. But you know me leaving New York um, took a, a a a big chunk of faith to do that. Um, you know, me getting grounded here in Los Angeles and even, you know, passing up certain opportunities and certain things that, you know, God did, God closed the door on because it was not in his will, you know, and um, I had to, I had to then say, okay, you know what, I'm here, you know, in LA, I have this talent, you know, I've, I've mingled with some of the great, great producers here and artists and, you know, I'm in this place, how you, how do you want to use it? you know, for your, for your glory. And, and that's when he started to, you know, give me those ideas and, you know, those, those, um, that, that boldness to say, Hey, you know, we can keep some of the cool beats, you know, and, but we're going to change up the message. And that's, that's been the music ever since just really making sure that, you know, it feels good. You know, of course you, you have to, you know, be careful of, of, you know, certain things, but, um, just the message, you know, and me thinking about the youth and, you know, just how 
um, people are affected by music in general, you know, and, you know, if, if I'm going to be anyone who, to affect anybody by my music with, with the vocals that God gave me, I'm going to make sure that, you know, it's going to be positive, it's going to be inspirational, it's going to be uplifting, or, you know, it's going to connect with you, it's going to be a, a testimonial, um, but it's all going to lead lead roads right back to what God says about who we are and in, in, in our identity and who, who we should be, you know. So that, that's it. That, that's the, yeah. the short version. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and, and I can t- I didn't know that you had your, so you started off as an R&B singer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was doing and, R&B, hip-hop, all that, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, hip-hop, okay. Yeah. yeah, because I can tell you that I'm a, I'm a lover of music. I, I like any, I, I just, I like music, it moves me. But yeah. I am also a person who gets attracted to a song, and mm-hmm. I always, now that we have the technology, not back in the day when I was young, but but now yeah. I go get the I go get the lyrics, and I try yeah. to unpack the lyrics. And I started doing this right. when my kids were little, because mm-hmm. you know we hear certain things, and I wanted to make sure I'm a person who believes that what you speak and you allow in your presence, you put that energy around you. So we'd hear a song, and then um, I'd get the lyrics and. On Sundays, mm-hmm. where we'd sit down, we'd play the song, dancing around the house, and I'd always bring it back to the lyrics. What do you think? What do you think? Um, he meant by this lyric right here. What do, what do you think that means? So we would yeah. unpack the lyrics because I wanted them to yeah. realize. I want you to be a thinker because as you're singing this lyric, and you're making it yours, because mm-hmm. it is truly. When I talk about active gratitude, music is that mm-hmm. it engages you on every level. You know, yes. you can. Uh, uh, really see a transformation the way you know the way you your your body your facial expressions when you're singing a song the way you're mo- moving your head it engages you right. so you are moving energy and so uh i think that it's really important that you made that transition to now right. were, were you writing were you writing hip-hop music as well i was writing writing it and also um you know like i could say help producing like you know vocal producing certain projects um so it was just, it was, you know, that, that, that's what it was. And, and one thing I can just honestly say what, cause you know, it wasn't, I just, you know, had when I was in the studio one day and said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to change my sound. No, it was, it, it, le- it was a process. It was me, you know, at a place where I was really on a wrong path. It was God, you know, intervening through a friend who needed a ride to church. It was, it was like that. I came to church and, you know, this, the spirit, wrecked me in church and then I, you know, gave my life back over to Christ and then it was it was now that building time. Okay, well, you know, I feel like it was just it was just it was just God was just training me and he's still doing it, but he you know, he said, Oh hey, I got you now. I pulled you out of that that mess you was gonna be in and I'm gonna just gonna, you know, surround you with godly community, people to love on you, people to, to, to show you the right thing. So as I started to mature and grow and and, and know what's and decipher between what's right and wrong, um, then it, it just reflected in everything I do, and then it started to reflect in to my music because now it's there. There, there's a blockage now. It's like I can't talk about that stuff anymore. I can't do that. What? Because now, now I'm thinking wow. that the song sounds really hot, but what are we really saying in the song? So that that became a conscious thing about how I created. Um, because, like I said, as my life started to change, I just couldn't have the same stance with um, certain music. Now, I'm not knocking 
the the genres because there's some good music out there that has some positive. Oh yes, music. but you know there's some good stuff. But it's just some of the stuff is where you listen to it, and you know musically it's it's phenomenal. But then when you really hear it and you listen to it, you read the lyrics, it's like oh man, what am I really putting in my system? It's almost like you know you put bad ga- bad gas in your car. You know it's like okay, <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch your ear gates and your eye gates. That's why you shouldn't watch certain stuff. You know, and oh my, <laughs> you know, you've got to protect it. So it was kind of like that. It was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be accountable for X amount of people when it's when it's when it's my time, then let me <laughs> let me make sure you know I did my part. And, and that's right, what, because you that's think your influence, out. right? Your 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 yeah. reach is long and wide, and and we're talking a lot about. It. And before we go to break, we have a little while before we go to break. Uh, Jeff, okay. can you cue up? cue up the song for us it is we're listening to today is too much by kenneth clark yes. i believe you wrote it yes. as well yes. i think we're gonna have Hello? um okay. we're gonna have some here it you found us unity online radio the voice of an awakening world it takes you to power unity online radio if you'd like to make a positive difference in the world you can by contributing to this global ministry unity online radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell, taken from a talk called The Plan Unfolds. One of the other aspects of helping to really identify a true new beginning is being willing to sit in deep questions and pay attention to your answers to those deep questions. Deep questions like, what does my soul really long to do and be? If I didn't have to worry about paying bills, what would I really want to do? 
I'm not suggesting that you drop the, the real responsibilities of adulthood, but you can drop that from your process of questioning. What does my heart and soul long for? And what do I need to do to begin to build my life, more of my life, to look like that? To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Did you know February 17th is the beginning of Kindness Week? It's a time to perform acts of kindness for others. And during that week only, Unity Books is offering a special deal on its random acts of kindness journal titled, Write It on Your Heart. Buy one and get one free. This beautiful book suggests different ways you can perform acts of kindness, then has room to journal about your experience. Find it at unitybooks.org kindness. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Stretch your mind and open your heart every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien and the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way. Gain insights into spiritual principles that touch upon the most practical aspects of our lives, like work, relationships, health, and diet. Discover time-tested practices from the ancient system of Kriya Yoga, a philosophy for living a more fulfilled life in today's hectic world. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I hope you enjoyed Too Much by Kenneth Clark. I don't know what your musical taste is. I happen to be the type of musical person that I am, that I enjoy everything from opera to country to the blues to rock and roll, R&B. You really, I, I just like music. So when I heard Too Much by Kenneth Clark, I played it over and over and over and over. I mentioned before the break that I am the type of person who dissects a song. I got into that habit when, I, when my children were small. And I really love this song. I love it because of the beat, because I think people who just like music, just to listen to the music, they just like a really nice beat. They're going to be attracted to this because the beat definitely has a dance. It makes you want to move. But also, while they're moving in it, and they could be totally oblivious to it, they are raising their vibrational energy. What do you think about that, Kenneth? Mm-hmm. Am I on point with I, that? I actually, you are. You are. You are on point, bullseye. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's it. You know, it's 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 about reaching um, reaching people in a, in, a, in a different way, and actually, you know, just just sowing the seed and. You know, if I can do that through the lyrics and, you know, be transparent as well with what's happening with me. I mean, these are lyrics that are real things, you know, and, and make it a way for people to connect to it. And then, you know, want to dance and want to listen to it and not feel like they're being, um, what do you call it? Um, violated. <laughs> uh, violated or they're 
or they or, or not or even not even feel like they're being violated but also feel like they're being criticized or maybe feel like they're being lectured you know i just want you to oh, oh yeah, yeah i see what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah so i like that without you knowing yeah. you're, you're getting good stuff <laughs> Now, I got to ask you a question that my daughter always used to ask me when she was young. And you just made me think about it when you said that. She used to always say to me, Mom, do you think this song is about the person who wrote the song? And you just alluded to this this song. Is it about things that you were going to? Yeah, I'm, I, I think I, I wrote it in a. In, in more of a of that first person where you know it's, it's, it is about me i'm talking i'm saying i'm saying me a lot too but i feel like when when people listen to it you know if you're connecting with it then you know you're saying you, you could be saying the same thing that i'm saying so I'm, I'm speaking for myself but i know i'm also speaking for other people too um because i know there's other people that feel the same way if i've dealt with some of the same stuff but so I, I think yeah that, um yeah but but the way i write it i mean it's it's not an idea. This is stuff that's that's real, real, real things that's happening. Right. I told you, uh, uh, you all, that I love music. So I happened to be at a concert, Tracy Chapman. I don't know if you know who she is. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. But so, so and she no, she rarely talks to audience members. I guess it was my lucky day uh, after the show, whatever. Just had like a quick talk, chat with her. And she said something, just what you just said. Her songs are seems so personal when you know if you listen to her music they are just but a lot of it she said is i write for the universal person because this this has mm-hmm. happened maybe not exactly like this but people the message resonates with people because they've all been in this sort of place before and i found right. that with too much you know everybody's been in that place before yeah you know? yeah so that's what makes it a really, really good song uh, on top of it having a very, very nice beat. But we were talking about something oh, during the break that I kind of want to go back to and pick up for the audience mm-hmm. is that transformation. You were doing one thing one way in the mm-hmm. R&B world, in the hip hop world. And you mentioned that you your life was going in a direction that you didn't want it to go in. And you, yeah. you know, just... I think a big part of what I'm hearing that's resonating with me right now is mm-hmm. facing fear mm-hmm. and making transformation because so oftentimes, and I'm not just going to put it on the youth. I'm going to say everybody gets stuck yeah. in a fear <clears throat> cycle. And even though they know what they are currently doing, what they mm-hmm. are currently doing is to their detriment. Yeah. They don't face that fear and say, you know what? I'm stopping. I'm just going to stop. And you, and you just, that had to be challenging just to say, hey, these are the cats I'm hanging out with. This is the people I'm doing music with. We're creating something here. It's resonating with a group of people. Not anymore. I quit. I'm going another direction. Yeah. How, how do you do that? Well, you know, it was it was very, very scary because I've seen, you know, I mean, we know about some of those 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 artists who, you know, they, they, they bust out the gate and they're, you know, they're Jesus all the way and then certain things happen and then, you know, their mouths are, are closed or, you know, now their music sounds different or, you know, they're either too 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 street for the church, but then too church for the street, so they're caught in this place. And I think for me, it was just understanding and knowing the God that I serve, right? Like, 
you know, yeah, it may be a little weird or people may not get it, but, you know, if he's telling you to do something, I need to do it. And then just understanding, you know, what he what he just pulled me from, you know, and how he's provided or, you know, how he's kept me all this time for this purpose. You know, I mean, there's times I was a teenager. I could have, you know, I have testimony I could have been killed. And it's just stuff like that, like how he's kept me through all these different levels of, of, of adulthood or growing for me to be at a certain place at a certain time to receive what he was going to, the, the next instruction. So was it, was it, was I afraid? Yeah, I was, I was nervous. Yeah. Because I had people who were, you know, invested in me, um, who, when I said, Hey man, you need to scrap this whole project because it's not going to come out this way. <laughs> and, and I got to look into, into their faces and, and, and say this, but you know, once again, it was once I decided to make that decision, I felt like God, he started to contour the people who were going to be in and out. So, for instance, oh. when I had that deal with my producers and I was nervous, but I had the guts to say, hey, I'm going to talk about this. And I spoke about it. Yeah, at first they gave a little kickback, but then it was like, you know what, whatever you want to do, we're down with it. So then it became like a breath of fresh air because now I have people who are, you know, they 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 may not be at the same spiritual level that I was going, but they're 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 okay with it and they're open to it and they actually like the approach that's happening. So then that happened, and then you know a lot of people, a lot of a lot of you know connects or things that I had or people who I was connected to. I don't, I'm not as you know active with them anymore. Um, but even even in that, like God also moved me um, from that heart of L.A. and North Hollywood where I used to live, where I was accessible to a lot of different things. He actually moved me further up north where it would take, <laughs> like, so now I'm isolated a little bit. And then because ah. I finished AWOL, and I finished AWOL in isolation. That means that it was really just me and, you know, my producers when we were, you know, mixed the songs, but the actual writing of the songs and completing them, it was me being isolated. And I think by God choice? did that to, I'm sorry. Was that by choice? Um, it was, I, I guess it was, I mean, it was 50, 50. I mean, just, I, I was moving and that was the, the, the avail, available place to move at the time, you know, that fit within you. budget and all of that. So it was kind of like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be moving, you know, to, to, you know, Palmdale, which is what an hour away from LA. It was, you know, I'm in desert dry land, but you know, I was able to pay rent and things like that. So anyway, but yeah, it was just like, wow, you know, there's a song on the project called break free. And I remember it was me in my room and, you know, in, in the studio room. And I remember writing it and I remember sending off the vocals to the producer so he can, you know, tighten up the, the production. And I remember the spirit was like, rewrite this. And I, I just wrote the whole song, finished it, rewrite it. So I, I scratched the session and you no know, one knew what I was doing. I just, I just did it. And I knew that I was going to present it once it was done. And I sat there and, you know, every line, every word, the whole production of it, you know, with the vocals and the lyrics and everything just came that day. So within three hours, I had a whole new song. <laughs> and I'm sending a new song saying, hey, guys, you know, this is the one. This is this is the one we're going to do. And I, would, I just remember sitting back and listening and, and, and 
the song was speaking back to me and I cried. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, front like I wasn't. I cried. I praise God for it because at that point then I knew, okay, you know, you're really doing something in my life and I need to make sure that, you know, I'm not afraid. I need to be bold and, and, and just trust, trust what you're doing. No, that was it. Yeah. A lot of a lot of transformation requires a lot of trust and trust. They said faith is in what is not seen, right? So it sounds yeah. like you yeah. really had that going for you. And we were talking at the beginning of the show about you know, freedom is your birthright. You have the right to look. You have the right and the obligation to call mm. every event in your life to name what it's going to be and to say you know I'm going to go back to the statement you said you know you were thankful because you could have been killed as a teenager that could have been the end of you right but God God brought you through that and so you took right. that to a place where okay I'm going to use that gratitude and I'm going to do this with that gratitude and the yeah. event is the event you could have said okay I'm going to use that I'm going to use that event and I'm going to make this out of that event you could have made something that retelling the story glorifying the story you know things of that nature we we all see that a lot yeah. that uh you know this is i think i heard someone say one time in their music a justification for their music was that this is my story this is what happened to me and that's you can't take that from a person that is what happened to you but yeah. how you tell the story there's more than one way to tell the story you could tell the story from the standpoint yeah. of this is what happened and this is how God brought me through. And this is how right. I want you to use my life as a lesson. So maybe these things don't have to happen to you or, you know, through you the way that they did for me. Or you could tell right. it the other way, which is like, you know, this is what happened to me. This is how I made this happen. This is how, you know, it could be a whole nother way to tell the story. And that is what I was talking about at the beginning of the program about we are, yeah. we are created to be creators yeah. and we are yeah responsible for what we create we don't pick the circumstances that is yeah. beyond our control we don't say you know hey i'm gonna come here and i'm gonna have a great singing voice like uh, kenneth clark i wish that i did because I, I write songs all the time like and my kids always laugh at me because i say um you know we have these uh rap off things and i tell them oh i could spit mm -hmm. a verse i could do this <laughs> and oh, man. but we don't we don't i know right <laughs> I'm that mom. <laughs> so we, um, but we don't pick the circumstances. We, right. we, we get the, we have the wonderful opportunity to say what we're going to do with the circumstances. And mm. that's what I'm really getting from your story is that this is what I'm going to do with the circumstances yeah. that were handed to me. Even the move, a one hour move for some people that, you know, they would have took that kicking and screaming and a whole nother thing would have came out of that. Mm. Right. So even yeah. even yeah. with that, you know, and your your faith to go from hip hop, because I think uh, from hip hop to a Christian based music is a big yeah. risk. It's a big yeah. risk. You don't know how many of your audience members are going to follow you. Right, are going to come along with you. Exactly. Right. Did you exactly. right? Did you find that you retained? I don't know. How do you know that or not? Did you retain a lot of that audience? I know you picked up a lot of new people, but did um, you do you know whether that I, I did, retained? I retained, you know, some of the people who really, really like, you know, supported me and kind of knew, you know, what was going on in my life, and you know, but there was there was there was a nice chunk of people who, you know, kind of realized, okay. 
Kenneth isn't hosting the club anymore, so we're not, <laughs> you know, it was like, it was kind of uh -huh. like that. And, and, but it was fine, you know, because I, I knew, like, okay, there's, there was a better, a, a bigger purpose. But I definitely, you know, there's, there's, some, there's a lot of new supporters and, you know, either, you know, people who are doing some of the same music or trying to reach, you know, the same type of audience with, with you know, just stepping out, especially nowadays. I feel, you know, they've, um, you know, being a, a, a gospel artist or even a Christian artist or, or artist of faith, um, it's a little easier because there is a market of, you know, new um, Christians and, you know, new, I guess, what you, what you say, just younger people who are interested in that. And they want that, you know, I, I think it's just our duty if we're going to, you know, take it that route, you know, to bring a new sound to it, just to make sure that we we're just you know, we, we're giving the true stuff. That's all. So that way, you know, once again, it's it's the same thing. Whether it's a whether it's a ten year old kid or eleven year old kid, they hear my music. I want them to be able to grab and pull the same stuff out of it from you know someone who's twenty five, thirty. You know, right. Um, mm -hmm. But just us being mindful of that. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've uh, long story short, I mean, I have gained some new um, some some new followers that are you know who will also help keep me sharp too, you know, different right. things like that, you know what I mean? Um, but God's definitely been blessing me. And then, and then just different opportunities as well too, that I didn't think would exist in, you know, the, you know, I guess the, the Christian music industry or, you know, that. So that's a good thing. I mean, there's, there's a market of people who really, really enjoy it. And, and, and I'm, and I'm going to tell that. you the, I I I believe I believe from listening to it that it will also transform people who are not there who are to right. to get inquisitive about what is on this side of the tracks you know uh, right this could be what I call the first touch because some people who you'll be the only Jesus that somebody ever hears from and they'll hear mm -hmm. the lyric and they'll you know they will repeat the lyric and after a while, they're like, oh, I wonder what he's talking about. And it'll be the first touch that may lead them down a pathway. Something I, I jumped over earlier in our conversation when you were, we were talking about your transformation into the, the Christian um, contemporary. Did you, before getting into hip hop and the R&B scene, did you have your basis in church? Were you raised in church? So I, I wasn't raised in church in, in the sense that, you know, daddy was a, was a pastor and mama was a first lady. More, more of my mom, she would take us when we were younger to church, um, you know, for the most part. And then after a while, she kind of, you know, loosened up the reins a bit and kind of let us decide what we were going to do. But we always came back and she always planted seeds and she always, kind of steered us from from far almost as if you know you put a kid on a on a, on a bike with training wheels you know you, you're with them all the time and then you kind of let them you kind of let them ride um until the training wheels is time to get taken off so my mom was always planting seeds as a teenager you know that's when i would you know i don't want to go to church today or you know stuff like that and she'd say okay and then something would happen and she'll say but did you pray about it or you should, you know, you probably would have got a word in church that would have helped you with that. So it was kind of like she just kind of stepped back and, you know, let God um, do what he was going to do in our lives. And, you know, whenever we would come back, she would always plan to see. She would send, when I went off to college, she would send me, you know, um, like Joyce Meyer books or just different, 
you know, um, devotionals, different things to kind of, you know, to stay connected. Because her thing was just making sure we always stay con- stayed connected. So you could imagine even through me, you know, <laughs> fighting certain ideas or, you know, with the culture or certain things that I was seeing about or, you know, different things that would happen, I still have that voice in my head or I still have that conscience like, um oh, probably shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> or, or right, just, right. Oh, know, yes, uh, yes, yes. And that's so important. You can reach back and you can say, okay, that was always there. And it shows up in so many different ways. And I think for a lot of us, we do have that. That person is in the background. And you know when you're you're on the path and they, they say train up a child in yeah. a way in which he shall go. He will not soon. Um, you will not. I came in not, straight from that path. You will not straight from it, yeah. Right. So, and, and here you are living proof of that. So I hope that is a lot of encouragement to a lot of moms who are out there who are saying, what the heck is going on? <laughs> because um, we've all been, we've all yeah. been young. Right. But uh, also I, this, of course, the name of the show is everyday peace with Dr. Drayvon James. And we talk a lot about obstacles and what yeah. to do with obstacles. Can you think of any particular obstacle that showed up on your pathway when you were making your transition into the Christian contemporary world, any obstacle that showed up on your path that it kind of made you say, you know what, I'm not sure, you know, mm. just, some, you know, um, anything stick out. I mean, yeah. I mean, one thing that stuck out, I mean, you know, when there were certain um, deals presented to me, um, you know, because of some of the music I was creating not not on the faith based side, but you know, just other other stuff, um, and you know, me knowing, okay, well, <clears throat> if I if this deal does go through and I'm actually going to be signed, then how would I deal with with that at that sense? Knowing I knowing that I got the call that I need to make different kind of music, so it was it was, you know, that's that's that was an obstacle in itself because I had to. Not only be okay if the door closed, but also be okay closing the door. If it was, so it was kind of one of those situations where God just closed the door for me because He He knew I may probably wasn't strong enough yet to understand what was happening. Um, but okay. I dealt with that pretty pretty hard. It was pretty tough because it was it was I didn't understand what God was really doing. You know, it was more of a opportunity great i'm about to be where i always wanted to be and then he goes no this is not where you're going to be and it was like i didn't understand i was confused i was hurt i was like oh man i came so far for this why but then like like i just had to trust so i would say just dealing with letdowns dealing with dealing with things that i would i would consider letdowns quote unquote because it's never really a letdown with god he's just he's just steering you somewhere else um so it was you no know, that was that was a difficult time for me and just you know losing a lot of different contacts from it um you know things were 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 different i kind of you know I, I didn't have the clout that i had at the studio i would go to anymore you know it just was kind of just everything kind yeah. of fell away from there but then it it, it built up in other ways so, right right know, so what i'm hearing really is that you know god closed that door and you know, we all have our little temper tantrums in some kind of way when God says mm-hmm. no. And but you allowed it and you said, you know, I'm disappointed, but I, I got the call. I know that I'm supposed to be doing this other thing. And I 
and yeah. true transparency on your part to say, you know, I'm not so sure, you know, if that contract had came through, I may have said, uh, well, <laughs> it must be yeah, meant I for was, me to do yeah. <laughs> secular music. Yeah. yeah, but 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 then when I listen, because sometimes I'll go and you know, it just depends on what's what's happening. You know, I I have like you know I'll stumble on a, a, a old song on my computer or something like that. That's not on my other hard drive, and I'll listen. And I say, man, sonically this song was good, but did I hear what I was saying in the song? Oh man, this would have been really bad. You know, it just, it just, I think of something like that, like, man, this would have been really bad. I'm glad this didn't get released. Um, wow. So, yeah. Now, that's yeah. that's a mentorship moment. Do you do any mentoring mm, of so. of younger people? Well, back in my back in my, my younger years, I did supervise an after school program for boys from age six to twelve, um, uh-huh. and we we we, we established a, I, I established a lot of different relationships there and seeing those those kids grow up and um, but yeah, I'm I'm always looking to give back into the youth, whether it's you know me just verbally just having a conversation with someone. I mean, I don't have anything in terms of like I don't you know I'm not at an actual place doing a mentorship, but. You know, any opportunities I get to do that, I try to do that. You know, um, my, one of my, my my pastor, his sons, um, his name is Zion, and he wants to be uh, a Christian rapper. And I've been kind of writing with him and helping him with his project too. But in between the songs, I'm talking to him about certain stuff. So, I guess it's just it's just one of those things that you know, just another gift that God gave me where I can I, I always connect with 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 the younger males and able to kind of give them, um, you know, just some. Um, some insight and, you know, just some encouragement. Because, um, I mean, they need it, you know. We all, we, you know oh, I my gosh, someone, they need it. Yeah, I wish I had someone like, you know, from like like me when I was younger, you know, at that, you know, willing to talk to me and take me under their wing. So, yeah, mentorship is something that I'm definitely looking, you know, to do um, and add to a part of um, just, just who I am. But I like what you said, though, because I think sometimes, a lot of times, we think of mentorship as this huge uh, enterprise. It's got to be sort of corporate. But just working with Mm -hmm. your friend's son, to me, things on a grassroots level are so impactful when you can reach and say, okay, I'll I'll take this one right here. And it's not no corporate. There's no corporation behind. There's no big fanfare behind it. It's just you and and a boy and you feeding into him that's so impactful and it just just yeah. one person reaches so many when you touch one child in any way uh, with you with your message it reaches mm-hmm. communities because that's one kid who says yeah. you know what i got something going on with kenneth and i'm gonna i'm gonna go down this path because we all know that when once you hit a certain age and you talked about your mom and letting you make choices when you get to high school there's so many different voices out there calling for yeah. children if right, you have, right. if you're connected to an older mentor, especially someone like you, I would say, in the entertainment in- industry, because I find that the youth are very much, and, and when I was young too, it was very much attached to what we see and hear mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry, and we make this whole right. thing about it. So, when you attach yourself to somebody, it grounds them and says, you know. I'm I'm still cool. I'm still I'm still what's hot, and this is what I'm doing, 
and this is yeah. and this is the way that I'm doing it. And I know that that makes a huge difference because I mentioned that album cover, uh, a song cover. I keep calling it an album cover. My son's, son's <laughs> mom is the song cover, but the song cover. I hope that our audience takes a look at that song cover for uh, too much. It is amazing graphics on there, and that was the first thing that my son, who's 16 years old, who's a graphic artist, the first thing he he gravitated to before I even played the song was that he goes, "Oh, this is amazing." You know, mm. and so then to put wow. your music on behind that, and so, oh, yeah, yeah, this is hot, mom. <laughs> <You know>? So <laughs> I think that that's a big deal. That's a big deal because they're also saying that about music that is taking them in another direction, if you know yeah. what I mean. That, yeah. you know, that yeah. the music resonates with them. The message as you know, as a as a parent, you listen to the message and you're saying to yourself, whoa, you don't really mean that. And you don't yeah. <laughs> and you don't yeah. and you don't really mean that. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, exactly. I think, you know, I some, think some that's so stuff. important. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's really important. It's super important because, you know, when you, when you have the when you're very impressionable, um, that's when you know you gotta just really be careful, man. You gotta really be careful because I know for me, <clears throat> just this. I, I hear there's, that. I hear that music coming up. I don't know if you can hear me, Kenneth, but I think oh. they're getting to give us the sandbag. We're out of here. Oh. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.